y'all. Welcome to the bottom. It is me, Katie, and I am riding solo today, so I'm excited to share some stupid shit with you. I've had a lot of firsts this week that I want to share with you, and um, this is the first time I'm recording in my villa. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome to the bottom. All right, <clears throat> so I got to start off with, yes, I have a cold. Um, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna blame Jay for that. Um, she came in, uh, we had a date, well, I don't even know, we've, couple, last week, and, or that, last weekend, and she was like, just so you know, like, I'm not feeling good, and of course, I'm like, I have a strong immune system, please come over. Well, she got me, and now I have the cold, and now my, uh, daughter has it too, but whatever. It's not COVID, I took a test yesterday, fuck COVID, I'm ready for that to be over, but... Sadly, it's still going around. Um, okay. So my boss is amazing. She gave me this little care package and it was my first, okay, second, um, gift of pride gear. And I was super stoked. So she got me like this little, um, one of those pull bags or with the strings, I don't know what they're called, cinch bags maybe. And it says, be, uh, believe in yourself. And then she got me a hoodie that has, like, uh, the rainbow hearts across the chest, and I got a pride flag, which I now pridely hang. What is it? (laughs) Uh, It's hung right outside my fifth wheel. I have it hung out front, and she got me stickers. I put stickers on my car, and what else? Oh, I got a bunch of earrings, so I'm excited to get some some pride merch, Um, and then, of course, the first gift that I got was the shirt from Jay, so... Look for that. You guys can't miss the Velo when you're driving through the RV park. It's, I think, probably the only one with a pride flag out front. So then you can see me. Uh, but yeah, I thought it was super cool that my boss surprised me with this this bag. It just made me feel like super special and um, proud. Ha! It worked. So look for me having... Uh, you can actually see Barbara Van out in town, too. It's got a lot of rainbow stickers on it, so you won't be able to miss, miss me. Um, okay, so a couple things. We went on another date... And this time we went, actually, we think we've went, we've gone on two since I talked last, but we went to downtown Vancouver and I can honestly say that I have never been to downtown Vancouver. I was so surprised. I've been raised here my whole life and, um, never been to this part of the Couve. So we went down to waterfront and we walked along the, I guess it's new, I don't know, new waterfront and saw all the bougie restaurants, um, we first had dinner at, I think it was called um, Las Flamas, I think, in Vancouver. Had Mexican food, and that was super fun and super delicious. And then we went to Waterfront, and so we were feeling really good by the time we got down there. And we were messing with the the snap filter guys. If you guys haven't done the snap filter of the crying face, please, please, please get on there and do it. It is the, like... All you have to do is look look in the look in the snap or look in your phone and you just start laughing. It is fucking hilarious. So we played with that um, until I well I had to go to the bathroom. I have to pee a lot. Okay, guys, I have to pee a lot. I have the world's smallest bladder, and I drink a lot evidently. So um, naturally, we're down at waterfront. Not I have to go pee, and so I pee down at waterfront. And she starts recording me, and I loved it because <laughs> that's something I would do. And she's got the crying, um, snap filter on. And so then when, when I come up, pull my pants up, whatever, come up top and we're, um, back walking 
I don't even know what we were doing, but she turned it on and all she had it was facing at us and we were just laughing our asses off. So if you haven't checked out that filter, you need to do so. And yes, I'm sorry that I pee a lot, but I have peed a waterfront in Vancouver. So the other thing we did that night is, uh, well, we were going to hit up this place called the Milkshake Factory. It looked bomb, but we missed it the closing time by 30 minutes. So we'll have to, we have another date scheduled to go down there. Um, so we ended up at Dairy Queen and we got blizzards and it was amazing. But throughout this time, we got our blizzards and we had to deliver them to, um, a couple of them to our daughters who I haven't met yet, which I love that, that we kind of have that boundary set. She hasn't met my kids. I haven't met her kids. We're just kind of going to grow us first, but it was kind of funny because she's like, okay, I got to deliver these milkshakes without, um, her kids knowing. And so she went and put them at the door and then we hopped in the car and we drove off. And then we, she told the girls like, Hey, open the door. The, the, um, milkshakes are there. So then we drive down the road and, um, we're going to park and eat our, you know, Dairy Queen and I don't know, other things. And <laughs> I like go to lean in to kiss her and she's like, dude, that's a cop. And I was like, no. And I'm like, I keep going. She's like, no, I'm serious. That's a cop. So I sit back in my seat and of course I go to try to put my seatbelt on. I don't even know why it was just instinct, but the car was parked and we're kind of like parked off. I don't know, kind of like in a secluded area, like behind the apartments. And she's like, I'm going to get out. And I'm like, oh my God, that's like the fucking worst thing to do. But she gets out of the car like a fucking boss. And I'm just like sitting there and I'm like, uh, and I hear the cop go, oh, you guys leaving? And she's like, oh yeah, I just live over here. You know, we're just leaving. And so he's like, okay, I'll move out of your way. And so she gets in and she starts the car and she backs up down the road and um, goes back into the apartment complex. And all of a sudden this other cop rolls up and they like, they like park where we're parked, but like fit facing a field and they like turn their lights on and stuff. So I'm like, oh, they must be looking for somebody. But it was super ironic that like one of the first times we go to try and park and make out that the cop rolls up. But I don't know. Maybe that's a, maybe that's a, like a big city thing. Not, I'm, I don't, I don't know. I've only had a cop roll up at my house one time in, uh, where we lived in the country and it was for a noise complaint. Somebody had called us in for a noise complaint. Fucking stupid. Okay, I forgot one part of the night. We ended up grabbing a drink at Twigs, which is on the waterfront, and I have been trying to be classier. I really, I don't know, I don't, I don't really prefer alcohol, but um, if I must drink it, I'm either a cider snob or I go vodka. I used to do vodka soda to try to be real cool, but I've decided that vodka sodas are just that disgusting that I can't fucking swallow them. So I switched over to Vodka 7-Up or Vodka Sprite uh, to be fancier. So she ordered, I can't remember what she ordered. She ordered something. Oh, Jameson on the Rocks. That's right. Jameson on the Rocks because she's a baddie. And we switched sips. And so I sipped hers and she sipped mine. (laughs) Hers, of course, was like Jameson. I mean, it's not terrible, but it's fucking whiskey. Is it whiskey? I don't even know. Um, and she tried mine and mind you, it's vodka seven up and she goes, Ugh, I can taste the dirt. It tastes like dirt, like dirty potatoes. And I was like, what? You cannot taste dirty potatoes. But I just thought that was super cute that she, or funny, not maybe cute, but she tasted dirty potatoes. So what do you guys think? Does a vodka seven up or a vodka soda taste like dirty potatoes? Cause I don't think it does. It tastes, I mean, it's not Jameson, but tastes better. I did almost have a repeat of our first date. Started with a joint, had some alcohol, had, um, an edible and it kind of, but I, 
But guys, guess what? Here's the difference. I fucking ate. I ate Mexican food at the beginning. And guess what? I was a normal human all night-ish. Normal as I can be, because I'm me. Um, but that was a good night. I'm actually going to hook up with her tonight. I'm recording now. It is Saturday, and we are going to be domestic today. I'm excited. We are going to go to, I think we're going to Ikea, and we're going to get some stuff for um, the kids' bedroom, kind of get some separation in there, maybe some better mattresses, and maybe some bedding. So I'm excited to go to Ikea and be domestic. I will say dating girls is, or dating a girl, I'm not dating girls, dating a girl is Oh my God, it's amazing. I fucking love it. There's way more I love about it than just being able to be domestic, but I, I don't know. I'm so fucking happy. I hope I'm so happy. It's just amazing. So being domestic today, but I need to talk about speaking of being domestic, which I love the balance of our life. We can go do regular things. We can go shopping. Um, but when we can also have some fun, you know, in the bedroom, a couple things that I've learned, I'm not going to go into details cause nobody needs to know that. But the one thing that I want to talk about is sword fighting. So lesbian problem. Number one, sword fighting. If both parties have their nipples pierced, um, you can potentially sword fight when you're, you know, doing things. And that actually was one of our problems the other night is we both have our piercings. Mine are a little older and, you know, more healed than hers. So we had to be a little delicate, but it was definitely something that happened and I've never had to experience before. They will get locked onto each other and, you know, we'll pull a little bit. So now you know what sword fighting is. A lot different than what, what somebody would call sword fighting, uh, like for males with their, you know, dinglings. Not the, that, that, that sword fighting. Another thing that I learned now that I'm out and proud is it's, uh, you don't get a lot of sleep. I've learned that I have to prepare for nights, um, which I, <laughs> and, uh, I'm totally willing to do that, but I am more of like an eight to 10 hour kind of sleep person. And, uh, she's not, which is fucking hot, but I have to adjust. So I'm working on that. So if I sound tired when I record, it's probably because I just had a night with Jay. Just saying. I will not trade it for anything in the world. It was the most amazing time, but I have learned that I need to balance my life with uh, sleep. I need to sleep pretty much any time I can get it in preparation for that. So yeah, those are some things that um, I've learned, and I'm sure that there will be more th- more things to learn. Uh, for example, extra sheets. Guess you got to have those. I don't know. Uh, okay, so moving on, away from that. So that's your update on kind of where I'm at with dating and what's been going on there, and we're having a great time. We're going to hang out tonight to be domestic, so look for information on that next week. I'm sure we always have a good time, so I'm sure there'll be some stories that we create um, this week. But let me tell you about last night. <clears throat> So last night, so uh, my son's birthday was on Thursday. He's the big one three. Finally a teenager. And so we kind of made a big deal about it. I know Chris and I are separated, but we kind of tag teamed it. He was with Chris this week. And so on Thursday, I went over to, um, uh, I went over to their house in the morning, to his house in the morning. I always make pancakes for my kids. One thing, if you know me personally, is I always make pancakes in the shape of the number they're turning. So of course I got up early on. After my late date at downtown uh, Vancouver on Wednesday, I got up early on Thursday and made uh, see some 13 pancakes, or a 13 pancake, and uh, drove it over to Chris's house, so they had pancakes uh, for breakfast. Then we went to school, and then after school, I picked up 
Uh, I picked him up. He had soccer tryouts. So we went and did soccer tryouts. And then afterwards, uh, I took him and a buddy to Froyo and, and made a night of it. But then yesterday, which was Friday, I took him and a buddy and P, and we went up to um, <clears throat> Defy Gravity in uh, Olympia. We really, or Tumwater, excuse me. We we really like it up there. It's just a big trampoline park, and uh, it's, it's got a lot of variety. They hung out, the boys hung out in the dodgeball pit most of the time, but uh, P and I were, I actually jumped because I had an extra ticket, and uh, I jumped for the first time ever. I've taken these kids almost once, once twice a year for, for years, and it's the first time I jumped. And I was really more worried about my ankles snapping than anything else, and so I would, like, require P to not jump on my trampoline because I knew for a fact that I was just going to snap an ankle because I'm old and I'm fat, and I just didn't want to deal with that. I was like, I have a date tomorrow. I cannot break nothing. I got to stay in one piece. So the first, the very first thing that I did is I jumped, they have, like, these trampolines and a grid, and so there's, like, solid things in between all these squares. And I'm jumping away and I'm jumping away and I'm feeling real confident, right? You get, you build up and you're like, fuck, I got this. I can do this. It's like I'm fucking 12 again. No, that's not what happened. So I jump and I, I anticipate or I try to jump from one square to another. Well, I underestimated the distance. And so I land on that middle hard part, which I didn't realize was hard. I don't know what I fucking thought it was. But it, like, my leg gave out, and I kind of just flopped onto the, the fucking trampoline and did, like, four rolls, and I and I just laid there, and I started laughing, and P was like, what the fuck? And it was just, like, the best time. So I roll out, you know, my chubby self rolls over, gets up, jumps, and I'm like, okay, don't do that again. And so I jump, and I'm like, okay, stay in one square. That's good enough. Well, I stayed in a square, and then P gets bored, so we're like, oh, she wants to go over to, like, the, the extreme trampoline, so I'm like, okay, whatever. So I go over to the extreme trampolines and I'm feeling good and I look over and I'm like, I want to jump off that. And they have these like ramps and like trampolines and you can jump into these foam pit, like those, those, uh, cube foam ball, or they're not balls, cube foam pieces. Right. And I'm like, I can do this. P record me. Oh my God. So I jump, jump, jump and I go. And then like, I don't know why, but like my whole body like goes rigid and like arms to the side feet pointed and I kind of just spin in the air and I land completely on my fucking face. My glasses get smashed into my face. I, my eyes hurt because my nose pieces are bent now and I get up and you can see in the video. I wish I could post the video, but I'm not posting the video. It's fucking hilarious. I get up and I like pull my glasses off and I try to be cool. Like that didn't hurt. I'm cool. No, it fucking hurt. So I get up and I have to like, I have to like bend my nose pieces back because I'm stupid and I got him all up there, and, and P was like, wow, mom, and I'm like, yeah, I'm never doing that ever again. So that was the extent of my stunts last night. I tried to jump from one square to another, failed, and I tried to jump into a foam pit, and I landed on my face like a whale. Like, I wish that you could see how firm I was with my body. I don't fucking know. Trampoline parks. Okay, into the trampoline park. I'm all jumping away on my single. I did realize that I can go on my butt and come back up. I felt like a boss when I was able to do that at 38. So I'd like jump on my butt, come back up. Well, during that time, I'm jumping and uh, I peed a little. So that's cool. So I stopped jumping immediately and I'm like, pee, I gotta go to the bathroom like right now. <laughs> She's like, what? And I'm like, don't ask. So I like have my phone and I snapped and I was like the whole way to the bathroom and I'm like, yeah, I just peed a little. That happened. It was just a little. I didn't like full pee, but I definitely need to Kegel. Like, that's a thing, guys. If you haven't been to a trampoline park or on a trampoline, uh, 
be prepared because there might be some leakage because it happened to me. So trampoline park. That was uh, a lot of fun. The boys, they jumped. Everybody jumped for 90 minutes. The guy at the front gave us an extra 15 because, uh, you know, it's my son's birthday. So we all jumped or C and his friend jumped. C and his friend jumped for um, about an hour and 45 minutes. So we were wiped by the time we got home. So this is why I didn't record last night because I worked all week. And then I went to the, I had uh, Wednesday night date, Thursday night, C's birthday and soccer tryouts. Friday night trampoline park. Tonight is a J date, so we'll have to, uh, I'll fill you in next week on that. But tomorrow <clears throat> is the family party. I'm excited. We're doing a uh, joint party at Chris's. I'm going to go. My side's going. Chris's side's going. And, and I hope that this is a, a reflection of what we can do in the future. I will say that navigating this life of separation, I'm sure that uh, some of you can relate, but it's hard. It's hard. Um, it's hard, but not in a bad way. I mean, we're just kind of learning the new norm. Um, so like now I go to his house and I, you know, I respect boundaries. I used to, that's my house, but it's really not anymore. Um, you know, I have my villa. I love having my villa. It's small enough right now. I'm actually vacuuming the living dining kitchen, uh, with my robo vacuum. Not gonna hit, I'm not gonna lie that I'm glad I took that in the separation. And then afterwards, when I go to town, I'm going to mop. So when we get home later, my house is going to be clean. I got the candle going. smells good. Uh, smaller area to clean is a happy life. I don't feel so terrible. Uh, my dishes, I do have to hand do my dishes. That sucks. But the small things, right? Um, <clears throat> okay, I got to tell you a funny about what um, P told me. <laughs> so I don't know what we were doing, but we were hanging out, talking about something, and she goes... She goes, uh, mom, I got it. Um, I, I looked up people doing it online and I X'd out of it right away. And I was like, wait, wait, what? And I was like, are you curious? And she's like, oh, what'd you do? And she's like, I just wrote, uh, I just typed in people doing it. And, and I, I go, did you see stuff? And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, well, how did it make you feel? And she was like, I X'd out of it right away. I was like, okay. Like, do you have any questions? Do you have any? She's like, no. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, if you do, you can ask questions. And I'm like, I said, you know, and some of that stuff that you see online is not like real life. Like some of that's like movie magic and, and, you know, not, the, not the right, not the right avenue you need to be going to, to look up people doing it. And so she's like, okay. Um, I don't know. It was just kind of a cute conversation she threw in there. Random. I'm like, I'm sure that I did that when I was little. I remember when I was little there, my grandpa or my uncle, I think it was my uncle had like an old Playboy magazine in the basement. And my brother, of course, found it. And so when we went down there, we would like look through it. And I remember going like in my head, I, I thought Playboy was just pictures of a ton of dirty things, like, you know, sexual things. But this Playboy was not that I was, I was kind of disappointed. So I'm like, I get why she looked it up. I could not even imagine if I had the internet when I was little, what I would fucking look up. Cause I was so curious. I like that she's curious, but I wish that she would just ask questions. <laughs> um, I also did something else stupid last week with my dog. That's that, this is embarrassing, but I'm going to share it. So <clears throat> yeah, I still have my juice. So the other day, um, so where I sit in my, in my trailer, so the, the biggest part, the villa, excuse me, the, the biggest part and where they put a lot of their time and energy is into the back bedroom, which has three bunks, a like a, it's not a couch, but it's like an area that I'm, I'm going to make a couch. And then they have a big entertainment center and they have just a, a bunch of space. And, and then my bedroom, I have a king bed and then I have a full closet and then, um, washer dryer hookups and a dresser and everything. So they put all their energy in there. So let's, I'm just trying to set that up. So the living, kitchen, dining is not the biggest part of the trailer. 
So when you sit on the couch, you kind of have to lay to the side, and the TV's kind of to the left of the TV. So you kind of have to um, sit with your back against uh, the top and then uh, splay your feet out in front of you. So I was sitting there one night, and um, Otto came up behind me, my my, uh, male golden doodle, and he sits his head, um, you know, we're petting, and then Remy, she lays on, like, where my legs are. And I love it. I love snuggles. But I'm sitting there, and I kind of am petting him, I'm petting him, he stands up, I'm petting him, and I feel like this lump, and I'm like, what the fuck? And I'm petting him some more, and I feel it again. I'm like, God, what is that? Is that, like, a growth or something? And I'm petting him, and I'm like, okay. And I finally turn around, and guys, it was fucking playing with his dick. I had no idea that that lump with his pecker was his pecker. And I was so mortified. My kids, of course, I told, um, I told C this and he just started fucking laughing. And so now his joke, he's like, mom, I got a lump. You want to check it? And I'm like, fuck you. So I, yeah, I checked my dog for lumps and evidently touched his dick three times. So that's cool. Same night. Maybe I wasn't sober because the same night I used my phone to try and find my phone. Like I used the light of my phone to find my phone, which is in my fucking hand. Have you guys ever done that? You know how many times I've looked for something and it's in my hand? For example, yesterday, couldn't find my earbuds at the trampoline park. Looked all over. Guess where they were? In my fucking hand. Seriously. I had kids looking all over. Are you back? Yeah. All right. P just got back. She, uh, the, the, the good part about living in a trailer park is they don't have to shower in the trailer. So she rides her scooter up to the bathroom and she showers and then comes back. So she is all clean and therefore I get all the hot water. By the way, I am very impressed with how much hot water my trailer can produce. I am able to do the dishes and do two showers without losing an ounce of hot water. I think that's pretty impressive. Things I've learned. Things I'm still learning is how to heat and cool this fucking place. I, I woke up this morning sweating profusely. I evidently left my heater on too high. Um, and then I'll come out and I'll forget that I left the fireplace on high. And so it's fucking blazing out there. So I literally have the air conditioning on right now because I don't know how to heat and cool a 42 foot fucking fifth wheel. Can you guys help? What do I do? I don't know. All right. So I think I'm going to go out with this. We're sitting at about 20 minutes. Not super long. I um, I wanted to have a guest today, but my guest is a mom. So, unfortunately, she was not able to make it. She had to go mom, and um, which I'm going to have to do here shortly, too. But I hope that you guys enjoyed this solo uh, show. My goal, again, is to have some guests on so we can have some relatable stories. I'm working on getting Jay to come on uh, eventually. So, um, best friend number one, two, and three. I want all of them on. Best friend number one has been on before, so she she definitely has some stuff she wants to update us on. And actually, I want to talk about um, some of our stupid shit we did when we were younger together, because I think that you're going to be like, what the fuck? Like the time we jumped off the cliffs, or she taught me how to drive or stick shift on the logging roads, or um, the time we took the... We took the motorcycles from her parents and um, wrecked them, and they caught us on our way home because we couldn't fucking get it up the hill. Uh, there was just a lot of stupid shit that we've done. We went clam digging together and have a story about that. So I'm looking forward to having some guests on and sharing some stories that way. And I'm also looking forward to kind of sharing you with you my journey. And, um, you know, I have a unique, not unique, but I'm sure I can relate to some listeners out there if this ever reaches those people that, that are kind of in a similar situation to me. I, you know, I, it's, it's, it's an odd story to, to come out at 38 and realize that I'm gay and, 
uh, now that I'm dating and, you know, my kids are involved in it and I would love to like chat about kind of where their head's at. Uh, maybe even one day having them guest and kind of share their perspective on, on how things have progressed. Um, you know, Chris and I are trying to do this the best way possible. It's definitely untraditional and it was unplanned, but I have to give him props for, for being supportive and kind of allowing me to do my thing. And, uh, I have to give props to Becky as well. She's letting me kind of take over the podcast and, and change the, not change, but alter the, um, scope of things and kind of what we talk about. But I definitely appreciate everybody hanging out and and listening to my journey. And hopefully you're excited for me that I'm out there and I'm dating. I have an amazing chick right now that I'm excited to see where this goes. And maybe one day, you know, you guys will get to meet her. I don't know. We'll see. But thanks again for coming and hanging out. I'm sorry this is a short one, but it is 11 or noon on a Saturday, and I got shit to do and people to see. So if you want to show me, or show me, send me a relatable story, uh, 971-915-4988, please be my first. I want to hear what you have to say. You can also email us if that's easier for you, ban, B-A-N-N-4-7 at yahoo.com. I would love to to hear your story. Maybe you're at a point in your life that you can relate to my coming out story or my journey or just parenting or smoking weed, whatever. I'm like a full fucking package, so I'm sure I can relate to you uh, on some level. Hit me up. Write a review if you love us, hate us. No, don't don't write a review if you hate us. If you love us, write us a review. Uh, that helps with our, you know, get getting to more listeners. We just surpassed 7,600 downloads. I would love to make it to 10,000 by the end of the year. I think we can do it. Um, again, my name is Katie. Thanks for hanging out. And this is Welcome to the Bottom. Peace.